You are listening to the Soar Above Cancer podcast, episode 81, Ballsy Awareness, an interview with Thomas Cantley, part two, with your host, Gabrielle and Alex. Hello, my fellow cancer thrivers. Welcome to this week's episode of the Soar Above Cancer podcast, a podcast dedicated to finding the strength to not only survive a cancer diagnosis, but thrive at living one's life with cancer. Today, we welcome you back to listen to the part two of the episode, interview episode we recorded with Thomas talking about his experience with cancer and the awareness work he has done since his diagnosis. We're very excited to share the last little bit of our episode with him as we very much enjoyed talking to him on the podcast. So I guess right now we're just wondering how did the project come about? Well, it was pretty neat because I, I found this guy who I really loved his art style on Instagram. Um, he had he had a lot of followers and a lot of likes. And I was just kind of like, I really, his style is very different. It's not like, it doesn't look like X-Men or Marvel or, you know, any of that stuff. And I was just, I approached him and I just said, hey, ma'am, um, I know this is probably a shot in the dark, but I have zero money. <laughs> and uh, do you think that you would like to work on a collaboration with me? And he said yeah, this like hits every mark. Um, you know, I want to get back. He's actually a canine cop by day and he's an artist by, by night. And he just said that, you know, he really wants to be involved and make this book. So him and I worked for over, over a year and a half. Um, we actually have two books. Uh, one that I'll be really releasing later was our first one. It's going to be the conceptual one of a little bit more behind the what I told you about, like me living on the streets and stuff like that. The first comic book is a little bit more. It's about that. Um, but it, it's still cohesive and, cohesive and, and works with this. Um, but that'll be a later release just because it was like original drawings, a little bit different, and this is a little bit more flashier, and we wanted to get to, you know, the real like cool, vibrant, and fight scenes and all that. So, um, so yeah, so collaborating with him on the level of making sure that I wanted to really connect to the comic world. And, you know, because he's been in the industry, he owned a comic book shop, he's been... You know, he's, he has other comic books that he's, he's um, made and I needed to be authentic to his industry and combine both. So I had to learn a lot about the comic industry, which I had zero idea about other than watching, watching Marvel movies and, you know, being a fan in that way. Um, so, so that, that, that took, that took a good, like, I'm still learning, but I, I feel like I'm just, I'm, 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 I, I gained, I think I got my nerdy badge now. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this comic came out not too long ago as of in, in its physical copies but before that it was released um online since it was first released uh to the public what kind of impact do you think it has had on, on people um so the first release online was um, was actually that original one I was oh, okay. just talking about. Um, so so that was a digital one. So this one right now we haven't digitally released it yet. So you can check out that other one that's on co co uh, Comicsology, um, but the physical copy you can't get yet. Um, but the response um, has been really 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 great. Um, and I went to uh, a testicular cancer summit and gave away like a couple hundred there. Um, and just a lot of people are really loving it. I haven't done a full release yet because I've been so busy and I want to give it the proper attention. So like this month, I'm like really going to be pushing it out really heavy. 
um, because it's just, I haven't, like I released it and I put it out on social media, but I haven't put my like full juices like I did with my ball push behind it yet. Cause I wanted to make sure that, you know, once I'm, once I'm hitting that, that train, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get out there cause I want to contact all the hospitals and, and it's just a progressive thing too, because you could, you have a certain audience you're hitting online. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's just such a broader audience. There's all these different places and, um, I'd say the biggest thing that I'm trying to work out right now has been shipping <laughs> because um, international is just so expensive and the comic's only $4.99. I'm trying to um, work out deals and get media rates to get like a way lower shipping cost. So that's been my biggest, my biggest struggle. <laughs> you have the opportunity to speak about your experience in testicular awareness in various different contexts. What is your go-to message that you share with your audience, like the kind of elevator pitch that you use? Ooh, that's good. Um, it's tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, because I like to talk a lot. <laughs> um, my elevator pitch would probably be just very simple and raw and just... Um, hmm. Okay, I'm ready. Um, so... So I think the biggest thing, if I could give any message out to people, is that is to know that you are stronger than cancer and you are ballsy because at the end of the day, it's the only life you have and you have to fight for it because we struggle in so many, so many different other ways, but this is an opportunity to really fight. And, you know, in everyday life, we have whatever it is, you have to put things aside because, like I said, you this is the, oh, shoot, hold on. Let me, no, hold on. Let me think again. <laughs> I was going on a tangent, and I needed to stop myself. I needed to make sure I have the right message here. I want to, We're not timing um, you, though, so. Okay, okay. Well, you're more than welcome to tell us all of it. Really, it does not have to be a 30-second <laughs> And then you can chop it up. You can chop it up. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just... Is it for my type of cancer or all cancer? Anything. Did you say? Okay. Okay. Um, the biggest thing that I see where a lot of attention isn't isn't hit and addressed, um, you know, there's so many other support forms and stuff like that, but the mental health um, support system is not there, um, and I feel that isn't hit as much. And that's been my goal lately to really focus on that because. Cancer is cancer, whether it's testicular, whether it's breast, whether it's prostate, whether it's anything, ovarian, brain, it's all the same shit. You know, it's, it's attacking us. It's trying to take over us, but you can't let it. And the mind is so powerful and it's just all about envisioning and, and overcoming and just having that mental state that it will not take you and that you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, there's so mar- so much marketing and so many things that you see out there that are kind of shows um, sad stuff, you know, like the Sarah McLaughlin stuff. And, and that's what the motivation behind this ballsy book is, it, it, the, the big ballsy comics book, is that I try to show a lot of the light, the energy, who I am after, so that when someone is going through and they're, and they're fighting and they're having that like six cycle of chemo or radiation and they're just struggling and they're, they've lost all their hair. And they have that comic or they see me and, you know, 
it's it inspires them and and that's my biggest goal is to inspire people to go hey look at me i got out of this i was stage three i fought really hard it was not easy you know and sometimes the brutal honest truth sometimes we can't win but if you give your best fight then that's all that matters and your mental state and how you think about every day and how blessed you are every day to be on this planet and just be alive is amazing and some people just don't have the fortunes in other places like we do um because at the end of the day we just have to be ballsy like yes we have cancer but we are we can be more powerful than that there are world catastrophes that are happening that people have horrible things that are happening to them and we can't let something like cancer get in our way you talk about um, raising awareness and, and concentrating on the mental aspects, emotional aspects of going through this experience with cancer. What would be one tip or, or piece of advice that you would give to someone going through that experience? Maybe at different phases or overall to kind of get through those, those lows? Yeah, because I think one of the biggest things that I realized when I was going through it and other people, like uh, a lot of guys and women will come to me, a lot of men come to me about the sexual aspect of, um, you know, whether they can have kids or not, um, or, you know, being able to perform sexually and stuff like that. And just being in a relationship, that's one of the biggest things that I find that people see as, as a potential like issue. Because then they're, I mean, I dated girls before my wife and stuff like that. And, you know, they found me attractive. But then as soon as they found out I had cancer, they're like, oh, you know, they didn't even ask questions. They just thought, okay, he might not be able to have kids and this and that. And then they would ghost me. For me, to educate and help people out is just, it's all about your mental state and just taking care of yourself and, and just... Um, not worrying about anyone else because the people that are going to mean the most to you are going to be around you. You know, I've heard a lot of people, they lose friends, they lose supporters, their family, certain things like the craziest stuff. And at the end of the day, the people who are going to be there, even if it's not your family that's sticking around, but it's your best friend and they've been with you or it's your significant other, like those are the real relationships you need to focus on because things will fizzle out. Um, or they'll stay there and it's just it's all about eating healthy making sure you're fueling your brain and that you're surrounding yourself with such positivity even though you are going through something negative is so key and not letting anyone impact you no matter what because anyone that's coming into your life that's giving you negative energy it's not something that you need in your life because you will take on that energy even if it's a family member you need to be around positivity and you need to manifest that because if you if you don't, you're going to take that on, especially when you are compromised and you're going through something like cancer. You just you need as much positivity as possible. And if someone is negative, you just need to all, all of a sudden just go, hey, you know what? I think for this time in our period, just distance yourself a little bit. Bring in and just really focus on those positive relationships. I love how you... I love how you do mention the aspect of sexuality and and relationships with cancer, especially with young adults. It can get really tricky, I think, to kind of navigate that. How, I think from what I gather, you met your wife after the fact? Yeah, I did. I met, and her her stepdad actually had testicular cancer too. So, 
Yeah. And what was her, um, what was her experience like when you she she kind of found out more about what you had gone through and um cuz she was she was kind of already knowledgeable about it in a way and she knew and and it wasn't like a shocker to her, you know what I mean? Um you know, I, I think some guys I was at a summit and we were in this like uh circle and people were asking about relationships was a big question that a lot of these guys were talking about. And it's just like, you know, whether it's because I have one ball, you know, or some guys don't have any balls and, you know, we call them flat baggers, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's, 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 we have the humor around it, but not everyone does, you know, and then, or breast cancer survivors, like, you know, some of my friends who are breast cancer survivors, one of my great friends, Kelly, who's in, she's actually in Ottawa. She has no, no breasts at all. And she has tattoos all over her chest and stuff like that. I think, um, some people try they think way too much about how people are going to accept them for who they are. I mean, Kelly is someone who is a great example of who doesn't give two shits of what people think. And then she met someone amazing that accepted her for her. She made that conscious choice not to have those breast implants or anything. Or, and, and so many people do, and I feel they don't need to make those choices. They're going to find that right person that fits for them. You don't need to go out and hunt for that person and then try to make them adapt into your world. They need to perfectly be cohesive with you in your life because your lifestyle and your perspective and what you're going through is never going to change. So they have to be 100% okay with that and they have to be open to it. So how old is your son exactly? Uh, my son is two. So your two-year-old son is growing up to see you doing all of this amazing work. What are you hoping to teach him through this awareness work and everything that you do? Uh, my big thing with him is, well, it's funny actually, his first, his first word was ball <laughs> and he's obsessed with balls. <laughs> you know he pushes balls he plays the balls all day he makes his daddy proud um but the biggest message i want to educate to him and and our the way we raise him is just being so aware of his body um and just open and just always talking to us if there is any issue with his body you know we want him to be able to come to us you know because a lot of men there is that stigma of you know i don't want to go to the doctor i don't want this and and our biggest thing is that I want to educate to him and a lot of people should when they have their children is just be self-aware um, and know your body. You know, that's the biggest thing of early detection and awareness is, is if your body, your body will speak to you, you know, and when usually your body's speaking to you out loud and it's coming from pain is meaning it's late, it's too late, you know, and it's it's because there's a lot of things that are brewing internally. You know, one thing that I always say too is being conscious uh, right now, he's our son's vegan. And um, we're very, you know, those first couple years are so important what you're putting into your body, anywhere from like vaccinations to what they eat, because you think of this brand new body that's coming into the world that has no exposure to anything, you know, you're going, what I, what I, you know, if you think about it, when you're putting something into your mouth and it's absorbing into your bloodstream, it's putting in that, that those materials that you're putting into your mouth and it's going into your body. That is the only connection to the outside world that has exposure because our skin and our body has a protecting coat and layers that are protecting us from our internal organs where when you're putting your food into your body and those chemicals or anything what you're putting in, there is no protection. So what you're consuming in your mouth that's absorbing into your body, you know, you can't protect yourself from that. So if you're putting, you know, chips or cookies that have a million things in it or McDonald's and your your kids only one they don't have these mechanisms to be able to fight off 
this certain stuff and you're putting in these, I mean, they've never had, uh, you know, any exposure to some of these chemicals and half the shit you can't even spell because as you know, a bunch of different words molded together. So, so we're very, very, very conscious of that. Um, and even I was, cause I forget who told me that, but someone just said, do you know that like anything you eat? Um, oh yeah, my wife's pointing at me. She's going, I told you that. Um, she's saying, um, do you know, like, that exposure with the food thing was something that just really hit me and it kind of changed my way of eating because I'm like, wow, yeah, like, yeah, there is no protection when you are putting something in your mouth and you can't like reach back in and go, oh my God, I got to take this out. You know, you're like, it's already going down. It's already hitting all your organs. It's already there and who knows what the reactions are going to be and, you know, so. Is there one last message that you'd like to get out to our audience? Uh biggest message is just um, awareness uh, learn about your body just know it you know even you know I remember when I after I got cancer I just started knowing my body more touching my ball more you know looking at it like you know because then if you you observe your body and you're just looking for these abnormalities or anything any sign of anything just be conscious of what you're eating um, your surroundings um, and just your mental state, you know, um, read, uh, stimulate your brain, get off your phone and just really be present. You know, um, that's one thing that I want to, I would love to get better at, you know, I'm terrible at it cause I'm, I work and I have a million projects on the go. And, you know, I just think is being present more in your life and just really focusing on, um, your mental aspects. Um, whether whatever stage you're at, or even if you don't even have cancer, um, just really being self-aware of life and because it's the only one you have. Lastly, how do our listeners get in contact with you if they want to reach out? Yeah. And I, I strongly reach out to anyone of anyone, like, I mean, whether you're, uh, you know, you don't have to be a testicular cancer survivor. I have breast cancer survivors. I have a ton of people that reach out to me and because the, cancer is the same. It's, it's a similar formula. Uh, I deal with a lot of the helping out people, um, in their mental state. So I have men and women reach out to me. Um, so I have, I never turn anyone away. I'm always responsive. So, but the best way to reach me is I have a, my website is you So Y O U A R E B A L L S Y, uh.com is my website. And then they can also hit me up at my email, bballsy, B-E-B-A-L-L-S-Y at gmail.com. And all my social media is Mr. Ballsy. They can message me on there or my Big Ballsy Comics Instagram page. Okay. So thanks for sharing all of this with us and, and joining us today on this podcast. We really do appreciate hearing all of your story, uh, all of your stories and, and the impact that you've had on on this world on this cancer world well thank you i mean thank you so much for having me i mean finally <laughs> we we chat and they're on here yeah. so it's uh a year like you said so yeah no it's great i'm glad you enjoyed the comment i really did thank you guys This ends episode 81, Ballsy Awareness, an interview with Thomas Cantley, part two. I would like to thank you, Thomas, for again, for being on the show. We did really enjoy 
talking to you and all of your your information is going to be linked in the show notes in case anyone wants to get in touch with you. A big thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Before you go, just a quick reminder, if you have any questions or suggestions or comments, or if you simply want to share your story, do reach out to us through the Soar Above Cancer website, as well as our social media platforms, which are linked in the show notes. Many smiles to you and see you next week.